Okay. This is the one that starts really fast, or is it yeah, got like a minute? Yeah, this is new intro. No, we've got It's like, like here it is. <clears throat> yeah, that's kind of like it. Oh, God. God, we just don't want to mince words. Welcome to season three of the Explain Everything podcast. In the next 30 minutes, your two best friends are going to help you stay the smartest person in every room. And hey, tell all your friends about this podcast, or you'll never meet your true love. Don't worry, though. Neil will love you. Not more than chili cheese conies, though. Don't be ridiculous. We've got new full episodes every Monday and low baby bonus episodes every Thursday. And all new Explain Everything podcast starts right now. Looks like we made it. Most people probably think we're doing this in post. <laughs> we're not. That got me. <laughs> they were doing that that audio. Yeah, yeah. We're not. No, we're not. It's in. This is live, and it's, you're like, we just did it, and you just keep being like, well, I guess I'll edit the video. Like you're just you're just uploading it. Like yeah. you're not. Are no. you editing? Yeah, a little bit. I what? Edit, I edit for audio. You're like I'm I cutting EQ. out the ums. No, no I, you're not. I EQ. We're it. professionals. <laughs> I um a lot. Um. I, no, we just EQ it. EQ. What is that? Equalize it. <laughs> yeah, the equalizer. <laughs> oh, with Denzel. Denzel. And, and, and Queen Latifah Part two. Queen Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah's an equalizer. She's doing the. She's, she's a show on TV now called, called the, the Equalizer. No, yeah. she isn't. It is. What is it? It's like numbers. It's actually a lot like the Aflac Duck, but just like solid crimes. Queen Latifah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with Queen Latifah. <laughs> uh, <have> <laughs> You remember when her and Jimmy Fallon were in that movie together? Yeah, it was called Taxi. Yeah, that was I didn't his, see it. That was when Jimmy Fallon really leaned into he, the talk show hosting. He yeah, he's like, you know he's what? Like, you know what? Maybe I could sit at a desk and maybe talk. This isn't for me. Yeah, maybe I'll do Mystery Box. Yeah, I mean, hey, the best part was the blooper at the end when the credits, because Jimmy Fallon got to be funny. Oh, he's I like, didn't oh, see it. I don't have to do what people wrote for me. I can actually be funny. Oh, you watched it? Well, I, I had it on DVD. Oh, you bought it. I used it. to collect the DVDs. <laughs> For real, you have this DVD. You have Why are you acting like DVD? amazed? I did. I did. that's I incredible. Still do. It's probably in a binder. <laughs> I threw away all the cases. A binder. The binder. Okay. Well, you, all right. Oh, so should we talk about this thing? Yeah. So this one's great- going to be intense. This is actually going to be because t- probably what 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 our listeners did is they got up this morning. They said, you know what? Hope somebody tackles a tough topic like gun control. But at but least they definitely- mentioned taxi. <laughs> With Jimmy Fallon? <laughs> but definitely not Neil and Tyler, because I want to hear about gun control from these two knuckleheads. Oh, well, well they, first off, it's what, Mr. Knucklehead to you. What they don't realize is we did our own research. I do my own research. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here's the thing. The, the talk about gun control has hit an absolute all-time high, and this is one of the most polarizing discussions in the United States, but not in this recording booth. No, we're chill, man. We know. Oh yeah, so chill. I like you so much. I need to chill back down. I need to bring yeah, my heart. I keep rate talking down. about how much I like you, and you just talk about chilling. Like you don't know, reply with uh, courtesy. I like love, you too. Love you too. Wow. Love. Okay. Use your normal voice, Neil. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're great. Yeah, I think you're great. I'm fine. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Why did you turn into that screeching hippopotamus? Uh, I don't know. The goal is on this episode is we want to give you at least the facts, the figures, the stats, so you can make an intelligent decision on your own without and, ostracizing you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. We're not going to tell you what you should do. We're just, just going to tell you yourself. what the facts are. Right. Sure. I'm about to sneeze. You okay. Just keep going. That's better than yawning. It's better than yawning. Hey, also, just so you know, if you hear a little bit of a rasp in my voice, it's because I had bronchitis. Oh, wow. 
Neil, I he has not stopped talking about the bronchitis. Before we hit record, he's like, I, 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 I told you, see, no, I'm I just have. coming off bronchitis. I'm I more did. dedicated to the podcast. I have you. so many steroids running through my body right now. That's what, when I get poison ivy, they're like, here's your cortisone shot. I'll start working at him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how I know. Mm, I hit the weights. That's how I know I can do the push-ups. That's how I know. <laughs> okay, so there so, are there are two sides to this argument. Uh, this is about a half-hour episode. We're going to do our best in that uh, amount of time to tell you what both sides of that argument yeah, are. Yeah, two sides are my side and the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the 60 uh, seconds of improv uh, accents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we're definitely going to go that's redneck That's the only one on I'm good one. at is southern accent because it happens naturally. It's going to be perfect. So the two sides of the argument are this. Gun control advocacy say, hey, listen, we need more gun laws. Pro-gun lobbyists say guns don't kill people, people kill people, which I don't know if you've seen some of those videos. That is the the standard pro-gun lobbyist. That is what they say. Well, guns don't kill people, people kill people. Yeah. And uh, so here, here's everything that you need to know. We're going to talk about who owns firearms in the United States and what reasons do they own them. There's so <laughs> Tyler. I am now scrolling down through pages of notes that I good. really shouldn't have put this much I'm effort into it. But you keep doing it. I do. <laughs> I keep waiting for Tyler to just shut me down. He hasn't yet. No, man. I like the notes. He just lets me do it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, bro, I, this is the way he would have wanted it. Okay. Well, among... Who's he? I'm not sure. I thought you were going to say Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know why I think of Ted Cruz and I think of the gun he, debate. He, well... I don't know. He doesn't really have to answer questions in Cancun. Texas. Oh, in Cancun, te Texas. Yes. Save it for the accidents, Parson Neil. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> so among wealthy countries in the world, the United States has... Why does it say it like that? I don't the know. The United no. States has the highest firearm ownership. 35% of households own one gun. Firearm sales have increased in the last... <laughs> I, just, I, just I made it 30 seconds into the notes. <laughs> Tyler, no, actually, I did have something important to ask. Okay. So the United States, whenever you say, you said uh, us, the U.S., do you think that they did that on purpose for it to be like, I've, hey, look at us? I've never US. thought about that. You never have. I haven't until right now. Oh, wow. All right. Well, I just like to do the more. they trademark? I, they, they thought this was going to be a controversial episode, and I just want to jump right in on it. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Among wealthy countries, the U.S. is the highest firearm ownership. Yeah. 35% of households. So what's crazy is firearm sales, gun sales have increased in the last 10 years, but ownership. So think about that. Firearm sales have increased, but ownership numbers have People decreased. People need more guns. The people that have guns. Yes. Guns. This is actually a growing thing. You just said that better than what the notes did. No. People are like, I need more guns. Why are we doing that voice? They took our jabs. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> they took our jabs. <laughs> Which means most gun owners are buying more than one gun. So the top 20%, uh, every time I see top and I see gun in the same sentence, I immediately think of, did you see Tom Cruise when he did on the plane? I saw like a clip. I couldn't hear him because I was in a place. He was like talking to the camera, on sitting a, on a plane. On, yeah, yeah. What was he saying? Like, he was hey just guys, promoting his see movie. It again. What Top Gun Two again? No, he was he was promoting the fact that they're doing Mission Impossible stuff. 
and he was like, he's promoting a trailer for it or something. And he was on a plane. Was and, he ha- was he strapped in? I mean, so that's what the debate is. Like, is he holding on? Did he have a strap going through it's his like, waist, or is his leg strapped in? And so people are at. They said in the comments, like, how is how is Tom Cruise secured to the plane? And one guy said, Scientology is holding <laughs> him in there. <laughs> he gave enough. Yeah. The three great debates: Is Tom Cruise strapped in? Mm-hmm. The gun debate and yep. did Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine? <laughs> oh my! Have you seen that? Yes. I kind of fell into a hole we, about that. It's a it's well. TikTok a, did it for me. Yes. It found the algorithm for yes. me. Yes, my daughter. Do you think he's uh, texted me yesterday and she said I could write a research paper on the amount of TikToks I have seen. She said my for you page is blowing up. It's all over it. Yeah. Would Dar call me darling? And that was called. Don't call me. Don't call me darling. <clears throat> I can't yeah. know if we're supposed to call her that. Yeah. Hey, gun debate, Don't call man. Me. I'm it's so fine. sorry. It's hey, fine. Do you own any guns? <clears throat> I do. Sick. I do. Do you? But do you have like a bunch? Like, are you one of those people? Like, I got so many guns. Give me all your guns. <clears throat> uh, I have guns for hunting, okay. not for like. Okay. Pew 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 pew. See, I only have a, I only <clears throat> have the pew pews. Well, I take it back. Now, now that you, you say that, I have a pistol that I take with me when I go hunting because if there are bears or other wild boars, bears and boars, you can pull out the handgun. <clears throat> like, yeah. uh, you know what I always think of whenever I think of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sawyer and Lost. Whenever they're, it's like the first or second episode. He's got the polar bears coming at him, and he pulls uh, out a handgun. And everybody's yeah, like, yeah. "Oh no!" And he's yeah. like, "Oh, watch this!" Bang, bang! Yeah, you're like, "Oh, Sawyer is a force to be reckoned with." Yeah, he is. He's got great hair, mm-hmm. and great shot from close range on polar bears. Man, it's polar resume, bears, really resume shocking. builder, resume yeah, builder. resume builder. My dad's one of the buy more guns guys. Is he's, he? He like never goes to shoot them anywhere. He just likes like if he's Keeps like buying guns. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? It's like, oh, I just, just went and bought me a gun. I was like, before, I don't know. I just need another one. Oh, <laughs> I'm wow. like, no, well, you didn't. he's definitely in that percentage. Yeah, it's him. Okay. So the top 20% of gun owners have more than 10 guns. Okay. Do you think any of your family members are in that? Yeah, in my dad. I just told okay. literally just told okay. my dad. I didn't know if you meant more than 10 guns. Yeah, he's got more than 10. Okay. Yeah, All he's right. got a safe full of them, and I think he's running out of room. He actually bought a new safe to put him in because he needs more room. So I got his old safe. Well, I feel safer. And I guess what Knowing I'm going to put. He's going to have guns. I'm going to have sports cards. <laughs> you want to look at my cards, You're Neil? Safe you want to look at my cards? cards? Yeah, Neil. It's like a humidor for your sports cards. A humidor. Yeah, it's isn't that the person that like tries to get bulls <laughs> to run by them? No. A humidor? No, it's for c- cigars. Or is that the thing you put in your house so the, the air? Is That's a D. Humid. It's the exact opposite of that. <laughs> so forty-eight percent of gun owners say that self-protection is the reason they have that many, but only six percent of Americans say that their but guns are for hunting. Here's my question: What when it, you said for, half of them are saying it's for self-protection? Yes. Okay, and yeah. I, again, I'm not picking a side. I just need us to have better excuses. Okay, okay, just be real. Don't uh-huh. just tell people what it is. Okay. You like to show off your guy. I, I have so many sports cards. Not like, oh, I need sports cards because of the players. Like, I need them because I like having a lot of them. Yeah. Just say Just you say like it. having a lot. Like, you yep. need it for self-protection. Like, you need more than 10 guns. Like, a robber breaks in your house. You're like, bam, 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 bam. All right, I'm out of bullets. Let me set this down. Bam, 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 bam. Other hand. Guns. You're like, hold yeah. on, let me. I've got more guns. Yeah. Watch. Yeah, and they're John like, Wick. okay. Yeah, it's like, why do you keep pulling out more? They're not going to let them pull out all the guns to shoot them. No. We're going to get into. You see two, two arms. And maybe a toe gun, Ma- like a toe ring. Man. <laughs> it just says, she makes bad decisions. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. I keep going. So typical gun owners are middle-aged males. Shocker. Someone who grew up in a home where their parents own a gun is three times more likely to buy a gun than somebody who doesn't grow up in a home where their parents own a gun. I don't think my dad owned guns growing up, though. Well, he Did yours? He, no. Well, yeah, my dad... Uh, no, he fought in the Vietnam War. Okay. 
Were you there with him? No. Like, why? Why does that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he brought any of those guns home with him. I think they check your bag. I think my dad had one hidden one. I don't That's think it. my dad did, but he does now. Okay. So what kind of guns do most people own? I don't know. You tell me, Neil. Well, so you've got two different kinds. You've got rifles or long-barreled. Yeah. Long-barreled long barreled rifles. Best for home protection. Yes. Uh, versus handguns. Most guns are sold are repeaters, which means that you've got multi-firing. They, they repeat. It's uh, it's Handguns are, are typically sold for self-protection. They're not sold for hunting. But handguns are most used for criminal use. Like if somebody is going to hold up a uh, like a 7-Eleven, they're not going to... They're not going in there with like a a, a twenty two rifle. Yeah, like they're going in there with a handgun or a sniper rifle. Yeah, American Sniper. Do you see that movie? Is that the 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 not Billy Bradley Cooper? Bradley Cooper. There I said is. Billy Cooper. Billy I was Cooper. like, what is his name? <laughs> That's Billy the Kid. You're Billy thinking Zane. about because we're talking about. Oh wow. Deep cut. So in 2004, <laughs> a federal ban was lifted on assault weapons. Now, so think about that. In 04, assault weapon ban was lifted. It existed from 1994 until then. I didn't realize this, but a lot of federal laws, just they just time out. These rules are set for a certain amount of time, and they just stop. So now it's up to individual states to regulate the sale and possession of assault weapons. This is actually what the majority of the problem is. We'll get into that in a little bit. Now, these are the stats on, on guns. We're going to talk about deaths from guns. Among wealthy nations outside of war zones, that's really important, the U.S. has the highest number of firearm-related deaths per year. This is going to this it's probably because we have a lot of guns. Yeah. It's 45,222 people died from handguns in the U.S. in 2021. Oh, my gosh. That's a lot. I would have been way off. Yes. So here's in perspective. In the 30 years between 1984 and 2014, 1 million people died from guns in the U.S., that is higher than all of the previous combat deaths in U.S. history combined. More than the Civil War? All of them. Well, then guns were not very good then either. Yeah, they, they took a long time to load. Yeah. It was not like pew, pew. It was like pew, hang on a minute. That's all I think of. <laughs> uh, most people who want to protect gun ownership argue for the Second Amendment. You know, all citizens have the right to bear arms. Insert. Greatest line ever. <laughs> just by the way. Insert. Because your... <laughs> that's, I just love it. I, every time it's a, it's a big bear. Yeah, that's what I think about. With arms. Yeah, just dangling. Also, but here's the deal, though. They made that law when guns were dramatically different. Oh, completely. Like, yes. if, uh, do you think that Thomas Jefferson would be like, oh, they need the right to bear arms. Whenever somebody could just go... And nope. buy it like down nope. at the down the street from a guy who no. has questionable body odor. Yeah, they were thinking about defend your home from some foreign attacker yeah. that's coming into your and you, cabin. You pour powder and you yeah. and you take a one shot every two minutes. Yeah, like if that, uh, unless you're Mel Gibson, then you can do it very quickly. He, he taught his sons to aim small, right. miss small. Aims, aim small, miss small. How in the you know world? what? I taught a kid that as well when we played trash ball. And he remembered it like years really? later. For real, like, you taught me. You taught him the line like, from Patriot. Remember Pythagorean yeah. theorem, but you remember <laughs> but a trash ball tip. Okay, there you go. Yeah, sorry. Fifty uh, percent of Americans believe their rights lie solely on the Second Amendment, and this is mostly around self-defense. So every year, thirty-five hundred gun-owning households use a firearm in self-defense. Okay, thirty-five hundred assault rifles have been ruled marginally better for self-defense. It's like you're not going to go into your house and pull out your AR-15. You're probably going to go get a pistol. 
it's only marginally better because your rate of fire is so much higher. So most pro well, say that again. Your rate of fire is so much higher. And this has been brought to you by <laughs> Neil Greathouse. That's a good campaign slogan. That's not bad. That's pretty good. Uh, actually, the NRA like, would get behind that. All this talk of stuff. For I literally just got my phone out <laughs> and, and turned on my alarm because I forgot to turn it back on after I left oh, this morning. Okay. My wife and kids. Do that. Man ain't going to grab no gun. She's going to be like, please stop. Please stop. Uh, most pro-gun advocates believe that in concealed carry privilege, they believe that they can intervene in a case of theft or criminal activity. So what they're thinking is if I'm going through a Home Depot and somebody like tries to rob Home Depot, I am going to be able to stop that yeah. from happening because of my concealed carry license. Here's my thing though. Can yes. I ask a question? I yes. know you want to get, no, I notes. love, I love this. Do you? Cause you're looking it's at your notes three times while I asked you the question. No, I was just making sure we were okay on time. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thing. Like, isn't that super dangerous? Like, if somebody pulled out a gun at the mall and they start like, oh, I got a gun, watch me. Yeah. And then, like, all the people with concealed carry start pulling out their guns. When the police get there, they don't know who the bad guy is. Oh, yeah. Everybody's just wearing street clothes. Yeah. With guns just walking around like this is some sort yeah, of, like, laser anybody. tag. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't... Yeah. I think it's dangerous for those people because if the cops are told, you take them out. If you see somebody with a gun shooting oh, yeah. at someone, you yeah. take them out. Yeah. Sweet, I just, I don't sweep know. the leg is what they say. Yeah. Them and the guy from Beverly so, Hillbillies. Uh, only, only, there's only a 1% decrease in criminal activity once concealed carry laws were enacted. Wow. So that- It the, didn't deter people? Not much. No. Because then, like, Jeff not like I'm gonna go. <laughs> can't get it out of his pants? <laughs> not, <laughs> That's because, <so> weird. <laughs> not because you're going to go to the 7-Eleven and you're going to stop that guy. But like in general, just because more people are, are walking around concealed carry, does that make the place safer? Well, apparently not. Only 1% decrease. So uh, there's that. That's how numbers work. Yeah, it's good So numbers. the NRA uses the slippery slope argument, which is so interesting. I learned a lot. Uh, this, can I guess <clears> that the NRA probably is in favor of guns because they make them more money, correct? Pro-guns? You is think that, the NRA is pro-guns? I think they want yeah, to they make... I think they were me. So they said if we tighten restrictions on guns, it will become total gun control. Like a little bit more gun control will become a lot more gun Dancing. control. <laughs> and and oh they're the the whole Obama's not taking my guns. I've heard a lot of people say that. Oh, they're I saw a shirt my- on a guy <clears throat> at Tamales that was wow. it was a vertical American flag, but it was a little bit like Aged, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> and had, through some stuff. Instead of, yeah, instead <laughs> of one of the stripes, it was an AK-47. It says, come get them, Joe. Oh, my. And I'm pretty sure that Gosh. all he's ever done for gun control is he said, if you've got some old AK-47s, we'll give you your money back for them. Like, oh it's my your gosh. choice. Sleepy Joe not taking my guns. Well, no, he's tired. Because oh, he that's, that's why they say He's sleep. tired, Joe. Well, that's, okay, sorry. I go. Can I say it? Yes. So, during the election... I signed up for both of the presidential oh, candidates' right. text messaging I things because I wanted to just compare yeah. their – because I love marketing strategies. Yeah. And Trump's was just – it was an onslaught of surveys. Like every like two days, they're like, fill out the survey. And then there's like <laughs> asking to get money at the end. Okay. And in the questions, it was very leading. They were like, who do you think would make a better president of the United States? President Donald J. Trump, Sleepy Joe, <laughs> you know, a cat with whiskers, you know, oh just my like random gosh. And they tried out different nicknames. Like every time they mentioned Trump, it was like President Donald J. Trump. And every time they mentioned Joe Biden, it was either Sleepy Joe. And then they tried out China Joe for a while. Oh. But you could tell like they they kind of like inserted it into a couple questions. Yeah. And then they started pulling it out, putting it back in. They really like Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe's what It was a winner. It was like they were tracking <laughs> like Who how excited. That's interesting. Yeah, it's fun. 
I don't know why I brought that China up. China Joe. Because you said Sleepy Joe. That's I hadn't heard of China Joe. That's, well, they tried it. I promise. <clears throat> Uh, uh, so what, what people do, especially the NRA, is they use a fear scenario that all private firearms can and will eventually be confiscated, and that is unconstitutional. They're actually right. It is unconstitutional. You're right. You have the right to bear arms. Now, culture in the United States uh, associates firearms with freedom. You just said that. You literally said a guy with a shirt, the U.S. flag, and one of those is like an AK or yeah. an AR, whatever. So if the government takes our guns, that's cause for an uprising. And they use these examples of how civilian militia overthrew the British rule about 200 plus years ago. I was about ago. to say, what year was it? Because yeah. now they have yeah. drones, my guy. Yeah, there it is. Somebody somebody the other day was, or, or, no, the other day was like two years ago, was arguing <laughs> with me like, oh, they come, if the the North and the South fired again, who, everybody's got a gun down there. I go, Whoever has the bombs from the sky yeah, is yeah. going to win. Nobody's going to walk down to your yard with a handgun trying to shoot oh. at you. Uh, this this stat actually scared me. 44% of Republican people uh, polled that America might need an armed revolution to preserve freedom in the short term. 44%. Yes. That's almost half. It is. And that's math. This episode is brought to you by Tarver Academy. Yeah, there it is. Um, so of the 45,222 gun deaths, how did they happen? Well, about half of them are from homicide. No, about a third. Oh, sorry, a third. It was too, I couldn't read that. That's a third okay. of them are from homicide. Two thirds of them are from suicide. Dang. Yeah, handguns. Uh, about 2% of them are accidental killings and no fatal injuries total. Uh, well, the they didn't have a, fat, a fatality. Those those numbers are well over 100,000. So guns don't require a lot of skill to operate, and they're still very lethal, which is the problem. So they even said, like, when you're talking about an armed robbery, if somebody has a knife versus a gun, you're a lot less likely to have an actual fatality if they're using a knife, right? So guns taking guns away entirely isn't necessarily the answer. Deaths during a holdup at gunpoint are three times more likely than at knife point. So let's talk about mass shootings for a second. This is uh, this is a tough topic, but in the United States, the U.S. considers mass shootings when four or more victims were are injured or killed. So in, oh gosh, these numbers are staggering. In 1982, there were on average one mass shooting a year. Now we average between seven and 12. For 2022, we are already at seven. And we still, we're not, we're not done yet. Mass shootings are the most common source of stress and worry for Gen Z. Wow. I, I was talking, so my daughter, we used to think about, we do tornado drills and those always kind of freak you out and all that kind oh, of yeah. stuff. And they, no, all the active shooter drills. If oh, you yeah, think it's about terrifying. that, they're, they're really, they're Hey, like, six-year-olds, mm -hmm. this is what you do if someone walks in with a gun. Yeah. Like they don't yeah, know to think just, like that. I, I, I talked to a, a, a guy that was around Sandy Hook, and he said, it, like, it changes the entire city. The entire city walks around differently. Imagine. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. So this is where the assault weapons come into debate. There is no federal ban on assault weapons. It is up to each state. It's proven that where firearm violence is highest, businesses perform poorly and property values decline. So federally, we as a nation, what we do is we restrict firearm possession, sale, and use. But it is up to each U.S. state to regulate and enforce those firearm, their own firearm laws. So on the federal level, like minors, convicted felons, and people deemed a risk are prohibited from purchasing guns. Machine gun purchases are banned, but civilians can't carry guns on a plane or in a federal building. Those are the only rules. Like, that's it. 
So it really is up to the individual state, which is what I'm noticing that happens more and more and more. The federal government says, hey, here's our overall law, but you as a state, if you want more or strict or whatever, that's up to you to enforce. It's almost like they, they've they got different states, but we're all like united um, with the federal <laughs> government. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. When you say And it's it like, like we're that, in North America. It's, man, I didn't think about Crazy. that. Uh, gun, the Gun Control Act of 1968, it restricted the sale of guns across state lines and it prohibited felons from buying guns. So that's the 60s. That's 1968. That got rolled back in 1986, making it easier to buy a gun out of state. Like, it's, it's really like this. Like, if you have to go buy fireworks somewhere, where I grew up in Ohio, you couldn't buy them in Ohio, but you would just go across the state line to Pennsylvania and they would ask you, you had to fill out a paper that said, where are you going to shoot these off? And they looked at you and they winked and you were like, New Jersey. And then you drove back across the state line in Ohio and you went, pew, pew, pew. I'm a tapper. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So in 1993, background checks were required. 1994, the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act banned the sale and manufacture of new assault weapons. So they're like, okay, listen, we can't make any more assault weapons. That has since expired. That law is done. So you can, that's why the AR-15s are out there. They shoot a 22 caliber. Um, they're, 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 that's the number one assault rifle that's out there. In 1996, the Gun Control Act was amended to include people convicted of domestic abuse. And then this is the only real thing that has changed since big mass shootings. In 2012, after Sandy Hook, three states banned assault rifles again. I'm assuming that's st- what state was Sandy Hook in? Oh, man. I don't know. It's we should Texas, check that. Is it? No. I don't feel it. like it's in the Northeast. I'm not contributing at all right now. Go ahead. I feel like it's in the Northeast. It's not like Connecticut or something like that, is it? I could be, I, I could be way off on that. Also, this Connecticut, you're right. It is Connecticut. Yeah, okay. Um, the background checks are different from state to state. <clears throat> Private dealers can sell on the black market, which is unregistered. Oh, ghost guns are interesting, where you basically buy parts that are and unregistered put and put it together yourself. Wow. It's that's the number one problem right now is ghost guns. 90% of Americans support the current gun laws or think that they should be stricter. 83% say background checks should be stricter. And since 1993, the percentage of people who believe we need to protect firearm rights has nearly tripled. Think about that. Okay. Like, just hang on. Like, okay. This is what we say is 90% of people think that gun laws should be stricter. But then since 1993, the percentage of people who say we need to protect firearm rights has tripled. It doesn't make any sense. It's like we don't know what we're doing as a a country. So the 45,000- It's almost like we allow a small group- (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is possibly- yeah, influenced by the multi millions of dollars that lobbyists from special interest groups give them yep, yep. to make all of the decisions. Yeah, do you think maybe that plays into this, Neil? Could be. What's tricky is I don't know, have you ever heard Denzel Washington talk about? It? It's funny if he talks about the topic of racism, he talks about the topic of hate crimes and all this other stuff. He says you can't legislate love, like you just. It, you can make all the rules that you want, but you're not going to be able to make people genuinely care for each other. And and I, I wonder if this is one of those t- same topics, like is legislation going to fix this or, or do people just need to get it together or whatever? So the last thought is this, of those 45,222 people who died in, 20, uh, in 2021, I have the wrong date there, in 2021, that is nearly the same amount of deaths from cars, car accidents, or prescription medicine overdose. But cars aren't banned. 
prescription medicine isn't banned. What we've done is we've got more rules and tighter restrictions on all of those, but we try to improve road safety, make cars safer, but the speed limits keep going up. It's the same thing. Speed limits keep going up. What is it? It's like in in some of the states in the in the western part of the United States are like it's like eighty or eighty five miles an hour oh, speed wow. limit because there's nothing out there. It's just like a straight road forever yeah. and ever. Speed limits keep going up, but then also so do automobile deaths. But we make tighter restrictions on car manufacturers to say make a safer car. Why? Because we want to go faster. Yeah. But we also, at the same time, don't want people to keep... It's like, we can't have both. We try um, and like, okay, talk about like prescription opiate deaths. Those numbers keep going up. We try and clamp down on big pharma and it's not going well. Why? Because we have this addiction to this. There's like this inherent problem. Like I look at both sides of it. And I understand why gun lobbyists and, and, uh, and like people who want tighter restrictions. I understand why they're so completely sold on what they believe. There's got to be some sort of a middle ground, a checks and balances or something like that. Because if, if we don't, these numbers are just going to keep going up because now what you said, okay, assault rifles, you can get more of them. You can get them easier. You could, they are able to do more damage than just a handgun. I really think, okay, if you want to do, gun laws on things like that. I, I agree, but I think the more violent the gun can be or the more damage that it could potentially do, I think there should be tighter restrictions on that. Well, what that's you, the thing. What do you need? That's the question. What do you need an assault rifle for? Oh my gosh, that's the question. Oh, what if I get attacked by 40 people? There it is. That essentially, I mean, then like what, I'll go hunting with my assault rifle. The You're not going to. a horde of deer. The only thing that I know of that you could use deer. something like that, it's okay. It's pl not plural. With deers. I'm sorry. I like deers. Oh, deers. Deer season. Uh, I, I think there are, what is it? Hog hog hunts are the only one that I know of that you can, I mean, maybe like prairie dog hunts or something oh like gosh. that. I mean, there's a bunch of different things you can use an assault rifle on, but it's very, very, very few. And I think even with those, uh, you, you have to use like a night vision, a scope with this massive rifle or whatever for a, a hog hunt. And you're doing it from a helicopter or something like that's so rare. You're not talking about the majority of hunters. No. That, okay, if you're if you're talking about uh, duck hunting or pheasant hunting or some sort of a um, bird, uh, you know, goose or whatever, you're talking about a shotgun. I don't even know what a quail looks like. Uh, <laughs> it's from Wedding Crashers. Also, okay. it was at the bottom of Facebook when he first came out with it. Oh, he you're right. You said there was a quote down there. Yeah. yeah. Well, he at first, one right. time it was too close for missiles i'm switching to guns that was on there so uh, halo i think yeah and then he had the Too i don't know what it looks like i'm sorry go ahead that's all right that's that's it that's both sides of it this is a huge argument it's a huge debate my, my thought in it is the more destructive a gun's potential or the more damaging a gun's potential i think you should have more more rules i'm not absolutely. saying it's an absolute no on them i think it is checks and but so if you want one you have to go through these and it's almost like the difference between driving a car you have to get a license to driving a plane yeah where you have to get For real. another license yeah. that is a lot more work it's not that much different i just think yeah. that it but you're responsible for more people don't want to be told no Wait, what? I know. This is news to me, Neil. I know. I know. So uh, that that's it. We don't really have a paid promotion in this segment, do we? What was so. that restaurant you said you were at earlier? Tamales. Yeah, there it is. That well, I, spawn, I pretty much have paid their stock for a while now. So you want to do this gun debate really quick in, in our 60 seconds of improv with accents? What do you mean? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. This is 60 seconds of improv with accents. Hope you're ready for this. <laughs> That's why I just 
I just thought, I just thought, Tyler, Tyler, Neil, you know how I feel when I get to do a southern accent. (laughs) Well, I just love my guns. Boy, let me tell you something. I love your guns too, boy. I I like to walk over and just look at your guns. I don't like you looking at my guns like that. I'm going to shoot you. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. I'm going to sit here on my porch. I'm a what? I'm a child. Okay. I didn't know where you were going with that one. Yeah, pew, pew, pew. I'm a child. There it is. This no, is a good accent. We you got do some here. good stuff in here, man. I'll tell you this, Neil. This might be the only accent I can do. I think for real. If I'm eating a jar of mayonnaise on a Wednesday <laughs> night, you know what I'm thinking about this accent. Like molasses a rolling out of your mouth. You make your own mayonnaise. Oh, uh, you can do it with avocado. Were you born oil. in Arkansas, boy? <laughs> be lost your mind. I'ma help you find it. <laughs> What's that from the office? <laughs> Oh Stanley's not country. No, he's not. But he could be. <sighs> Actually, he is really. Hey, uh, thank you. This has been 60 seconds of accents, wow. uh, improv with accents. That was so Starring good. Tyler Tarver. That and, was, uh, you I didn't, didn't even, over you, you. Did, you did. Sorry. You said, if I lost my mind, boy, I'll help you find it. That's a quote from the office. It's good. It's really good. Okay. Uh, so this is the, the great gun debate. Hopefully we just gave you a little bit of the facts and figures on it. Um, I don't have an answer for it. The, the, well, we watched a video clip recently of, uh, was it Marco Rubio? Yeah. Where he was, uh, it was at, like this big debate yeah, thing like and they were wall. like, Hey, you know, are you going to stop taking money from gun lobbyists yeah. so that, that doesn't impact your decision on like yeah. what the right thing to do is. They, and they he were just like cheering. talked or he were cheering and he'd have to like wait. And then he was like talking around it. He couldn't get around it. I could never be a politician. the money. That's why I could never be a politician. No. I want to answer questions. <laughs> like they don't ever answer anything. No. They just avoid it. Like yeah. you could tell if it's a controversial a thing or they're going to, they just like everybody, <laughs> not, I'm not picking a side. All sides do that. Oh my God. And I just want to be like, yes, no. Here's why. I want to explain people why or why not. I so badly wanted him in the middle of that. Like you're, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, he might actually answer this. Nope. No, he's not going to. Because they simply said, will you say you're not going to? Yeah, and they asked him again and again. The crowd was standing up and cheering the question, knowing full well he wasn't going to be no. able to answer it. And he's like, no. And the question wasn't, will you make stricter? It's like, will you stop taking money yeah. From people who are telling you how to vote. Yeah. Like, it is kind of crazy. Goodness gracious. Like, that's. I'm all for guns. I, I, about- I, hunting, rival, all that kind of stuff. What's tricky is like when, when, when large corporations like that have control over the politicians, then they're not making decisions these corporations. They're are. making the decision based on who gets in the money. Yeah. Like, that goes for anything. <clears throat> yeah. Like, that's the problem we have. The biggest problem we have in this country is that. I uh, say the biggest. One of the biggest problems that we have is that the people making all the laws and decisions for all of us are influenced by these companies giving yeah. them money. Yeah. That's not just the gun. Like, that's not just NRA. It's, it's a ton company. of them. It's any company. If, like, I heard, I told, I've told you this before. There was this old politician. He was doing a podcast. He was about to retire. And he said he spends 80% of his time. Yeah. Trying to raise money. If you spend 80% of your job oh doing one thing, you're going to be influenced by what helps that one thing. Yeah. That's what they do. They don't make decisions based on what's best for the country. They do it based on who's giving them money and what that person's telling them to do. Yeah. That's where we have an issue. Money, daddy. Money, daddy. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's uh, Just stop that. (laughs) Stop stop making decisions based on giving you money. Stop it. Seriously, they, you say we say money daddy as a joke, but it's true. <laughs> it's true. Like dad gives you yeah. money, then you follow dad's rules. 
Yep. Like that's how the yep. houses if work. Giant waving inflatable arm companies that, that like those giant things that sit out in front of like used car, car dealerships. Yeah, used car dealerships. Yeah. If they put that same amount of money into paying off these politicians, you would have the, it would be at, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter what the company is. Whoever is pay, using that I'm sorry, money. I'm still stuck on that analogy. <laughs> what is I'm saying it doesn't matter if it's gun companies, if it's big pharma, if it's inflatable got giant got wavy arms, those people will control the decisions that that politician yes. makes. Absolutely. Okay, I'm with yes. you now. Sorry. I was really distracted by the <laughs> giant inflatable waving arm guy. <laughs> yeah, there it is, Tyler. And I'm telling you this, they are underrepresented in our Very government. Very underrepresented. Yeah. Yes, for sure. All right, guys. Uh, hopefully this helps you. Hopefully you feel like you're a little bit smarter. Um, and now you can continue to be the smartest person in every room. Ooh, that's a good line. Yeah. You came up with that line. Did I? All right. Should I, I, should I hit the Should I hit the out button? I guess so. Hey guys, I want to thank you guys so much for coming to my. I really got Ted talky there at the end though, yeah, didn't I? Did. I'm sorry. You got really passionate. I know because it's a problem and we don't want to fix it. Yeah. And it would fix other problems. Which is why you should vote for Tyler Tarver's uh, son. Hard Titus, oh, yeah. Titus Tarver. Sixth grade student council Sixth grade student. I'm seriously. Do you yeah, like that video? guy's video was incredible. Do you like it? Yes. He did a good job. I was watching back and forth. I was like, why are they started off on this little tiny iPhone video? <gasps> He's going to have that off to the side. He you solved have, the Rubik's Cube. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you guys haven't seen that video, go check it out. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Yep. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tyler and Neil Explain Everything. Officially your fourth favorite podcast. New episodes every Monday and little baby bonus episodes every Thursday. And remember, if you want to meet your true love, send this podcast to your friends. Looks like you made it. <laughs>